Nanotis ninyo ang Biblia, ang taman kagamay lang sa Israel, taman kawik sa Israel, taman kapigaw sa Israel, compared sa ilang mga neighbors, pero once yung salbaro na sila ganang isang ginoo, mahimo ang, ang mga butang hindi mahimo sa mga tao. Ang Egypt was a superpower sa una that it was considered to be America, UK, and and siguro North Korea combined. Nagaupod sila sa una. Kaganong mga Israel, mga manguma, mga gaubra. Di paano nila maperdi? Paano nila maperdi Egypt? It takes a God of wonders to do that. And this is the beauty of grace and the beauty of redemption that God displays the glory of His grace through His saving act. And God calls it redemption. Every time madagdag sa sala, every time ma-redeem ang tao, always and most often, imposible na nga makagawa ang Israel sa Egypt, imposible na nga maperdes ang Israel ang Babylon, imposible na maperdes ang Kristiyano ang Rome. But every time God shows His mercy and grace, He shows it to the display of His glory. And when God displays His glory, maluluha ka na lang kagmambal, we cannot do this on our own, Lord. It is only you and you alone who can do this. So the picture of redemption is really glorious. Hello, beloved. Today we will be listening to Sovereign Grace Ecclesia's series on Ephesians, All Things in Christ. I highly encourage you to really take note of everything we will be studying here so it will be clearer and more meaningful for us when we get to certain points as we navigate through the pages and lines of what most theologians would call as the most elegant of all Paul's writings. So sit back, get your Bibles ready, and open your heads and your hearts to receive by faith the authoritative and sufficient Word of God. Again, this is Ephesians, all things in Christ. Solus Christos. In love, He predestined us for adoption to Himself as sons through Jesus Christ according to the purpose of His will, to the praise of His glorious grace with which He has blessed us in the Beloved. In fact, the phrase to the praise of His glorious grace is in the original language to the praise of the glory of His grace. The emphasis is in the word grace. Ang glorious is ang iyabugari nga. Amin, dinigin pakita kung ano kanami, kung kanami sang ginoo at kung ano ginihimo niya. To make the long story short, our summary of last Sunday, kung wala ka mo, dinigin kung wala ka mo kapamati, ang nakabutang rin, in love, He predestined us, this talks of even from past eternity or eternity past, when worlds did not yet exist, He has loved us and thus chose us. Do you believe this? Ang kamaturan ng ripatihan tama ni Kunuli tuod ginigiyapon. Kayari siya sa pulong sang Ginoo, wala nagatuod ang isa kamutang kumpatihan mo siya. Ginapatihan ta siya kay tuod siya. Meaning ang ato nga faith is not dependent upon our own type of believing ko ano kadalong ko ano ka grabe ang pagtuota. Ang ato nga pagpati nakasalalay lang kag nakabase lang sa kamatuoran nga ginabal sa pulong sang Ginoo. So ano nga ba sa pulong sang Ginoo? He has loved us before the world existed. For adoption to Himself as sons through Jesus Christ, now we are new persons. 
with a new father, with a new family, and with new eternal destinations. Habatika ni isang last time, kanami isang term na adoption because when you are adopted to a new family, your previous life, at term pa nato sa una, ang previous mga mga utang ginkalimtara to tanan because hindi ka na pwede lauton sang lai. Hindi ka na pwede lauton sang sang law because you are now a different person. In the eyes of the law, you have now a new father, you now have a new surname, that is why hindi ka na pwede lauton sang nautangan ni mo sang una, Makambal kita ng new person ka na. Now, therefore, there is no condemnation to those who are new in Christ. Through His Son, we became His sons. And according to the purpose of His will, this is a very important term. Gilaliwat-liwat ni siya per me. Sa book of Ephesians, according to the purpose of His will, it means that everything that God has done for us, for example, God saving you, There is nothing in you or in me that could merit salvation. Wala sa aton, sa imo, kag sa akon, nga naminsan ang ginawahay. Si, si Bogs tuya, dumas mayo to siya sa sakay jazz mo. Dumahambal na ko. Si Bogs na lang ginampiliong ko. Kung kita nga mga tao, amot na mapili, ang ginawa hindi ako sina. Ang basihan for me, isang pagpili, isang ginoo, hindi ang kamayo sa taong basihan for me, isang pagpili, isang ginoo, isang iya purpose according to the purpose of His will. The term here, purpose of His will, is misleading because in the original language, the term here that is closest to the word is the word desire. Kay gusto sa ginoo. Ngagin palangga ikaw, pag ako sa ginoo, tumangkutan niyo biyang ginoo? Ngagin palangga kaniya? Ang iya sa back permit kay gin palangga ta ka. Kung pamakotong ni mo ang ginoo ko, ano kita ang rason niya gin palangga niya ka? Ano ang rason sa ginoo nga gin palangga kita niya? Ang rason lang gin ko ng taon na ni mo kagnapon sa pulong sa ginoo is because gusto niya ni himuon. Out of the freedom of his choice, out of the freedom of his own decision, God has freely purposed that his will will choose you. In fact, even when we use the term free will, Our free will is so limited that although we can use it to choose many things, aton yung kabuhi, we don't have the free will to choose God because God has to choose us first. The very heart of free will is that if you have free will, God has also or also has a free will. His freedom of will, His freedom to will is in accordance to the purpose that He has that before time began, He has chosen us. And continuing with this, to the praise of His glorious grace, the ultimate reason why He has freely chosen us. Nga dapat ang ginoo ang una pili. E kung, kung nagpili ang ginoo sa imo, kag sa akon, bangog nga mayo kita ang mga tao, kita ang dalayawan. At the end of the day, kung maghambal ang ginungat, namin ito siyang bata, siya ito akong piliun. Kay, siya ito akong bugayan, kay worthy ito siya. Meaning sinada ang himaya, hindi na sa iya ang himaya sa tao na nga napili. Nga kay mayo siya nga tao. But kung wala isang rason sa aton nga piliun kita sa ginawa, at the end of the day, magsaka kita tanan sa langit. Kung ngayala kita kay Kristo, aton naging mababugal ang cross ni Kristo. Ang ato naging yung mga balor, wala ginyan sa araw sa akon nga mapabugal ko nga aging pili mo ko. Ang rason lang ginyan na piliin ko, kahit ginyan pili mo ko. Kahit ginyan palanggap mo ko to the praise 
of your glorious grace to the praise of the glory of your grace ang rason ginisinitanan is that tungod sa bugayin hatag niya sa mga tao nga hindi karapat dapat ang ginoo mahimaya mahimaya ang ginoo with which he has blessed us in the beloved again take note of every time yung makikita ikaw sa term na in Christ in him in the beloved especially in the book of Ephesians Diri na din laban-laban na kabutang pinakadamong nga in Him and the Apostle Paul did not use the term Christian. Even ang term nga Christiano, wala kagamit si Apostle Pablo. Sa pagtawag niya sa mga Christiano, sa mga paboritong ginagamit ni Pablo sa mga tao nga, nga kabalo siya, gapati sa ginoo, is hindi Christian. Ang ginagamit ni Pablo is ang term nga in Him or in the Beloved or in Christ. So that is why when we talk of or when we move now to the next portion or to the next verse that we have, we will see that it starts with in Him. In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of His grace. One verse. This verse has been called by many as the verse that could summarize the entire Bible. Many would say that the entire Bible is the story of redemption. And many would say that the entire Bible is the story from Genesis to Revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ being foreshadowed or predicted in the Old Testament and fulfilled and perfected in the New Testament, perfecting or fulfilling the law. And then after the New Testament, after the apostles, sa chimpunas ang early church, we are looking back to what Christ did at the cross, and this is at the heart of it, redemption. In Him, we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of His grace. So the title that we have this afternoon is really simple. Tagalog ang gamit yung title, and I don't know if you have heard of this song, but ang title is Alipin kahit hindi. But tayo ano nito no si Yeah, hindi why more naman kanta ko naman. Namamatuhan ko ang tono, no? Namamabot ko si nagamaka. Why ko naman pop sang noise, no? Bako voice. Okay. Ay sorry, sorry. Ay sorry. So, alipin kahit hindi batid. So, ang atong nga ginalantaw dire is that later on we will know nga amoy niya tayo. Kasi ang Tagalog niya tayo do medyo nakapoy na ko sang ilunggo, asang sang English. And we will see here that in the in the seventh verse of the first chapter of the book of Ephesians, it starts with in him. Sinunin in him. Yes, we have learned before that the term in him was the beloved or is the beloved. In the beloved. In him we have redemption. So kung magleson po din sa inyo, please hold on to your Bibles. Please hindi nyo pag-buhiin nyo Bibles. Because nakonektara na yun yung mga verses nga kung madula kita diri nita makuha ang mensahe nga makuha naton at mas budlay mag-apply sini so ang term in him should really be clear because if this is the the summary of the entire bible we will see ang sugod gyud sang tanan nga ini si Cristo in him you will never have a you will never have a full grasp kung ano ang mga next new words kung hindi nimo maklaro sa imo kaugalingon kon na siyang in him Because if you are not in Christ, you will never truly and fully understand what redemption means, what His blood would actually mean, what forgiveness of our trespasses means, what according to the riches of His grace would 
mean? So in Him, our next word is we. Is this the whole world? Is is the word we the whole world? Sin only siya ang we. Sa mga previous verses, dalagin hambala na ni Pablo. To the saints, to the faithful, to those who are in Christ, to those who are predestined, to those who are chosen, to those who are adapted. So, sino ni ang we? Ang mga Kristuhanoy. Ang yara kay Kristo in Him, we have redemption through His blood. So, ang key word niya ng taong din rin natin, isang word niya redemption, but dapat klaro sa aton kung sino in Him, kag kung sino ni, ang we nga, importante ni siya maintindihan, because the word we, and the word, and the phrase in Him, kung lang taong gini mo siya sa beauty of the gospel, hindi siya ang ayan tuparon. Nga, hindi siya ang ayan tuparon, It's because kung ano ka namin ni Kristo, makita ni mo ang win, hindi mo na ka namin. Kung ano ka balaan ni Kristo, ang si Sir Joshua, no? ang bala niya, nga, kung ano ka balaan ng ginoo, amun man akita ka maka sa sala. Sa pagtupad pa lang legal isang term na in Him, kagui, we are now opening the perspective of what the gospel is. We can only be part of this if we are in Him. We who are sinful, who needs redemption, can only experience the riches of His grace if we are in Him. So, dapat klaro ni siya sa aton. Kung once hindi na siya klaro kung sino ang we, once hindi na niya plasta kung sino na siya ang we, we will never have a grasp kung ano na siya ginatawag nga redemption. Ang first nga butang kung maglantaw ikaw, kung magtuon ikaw sa scriptures, is always the term, ask. Always ask. Hindi, hindi isala magmangkot. Kung bagay, hindi isala magsagay pamangkot kung maglantaw ikaw sa Bible. Ano ang mga pamangkot nga dapat? Normally, ang, ang first gift nga dapat atuntunan kag magbasa kita sa Biblia, please listen to this very intently because I don't want you to just simply say yes to me and say amen to me. I want you guys to really dig into the scriptures and to really see kag kamo mismo makapaminsar kung ano dapat tumangkuton because The question is not what does this text mean to me. The question is what does this text mean? When you study the scriptures, ang sala, permi, na gusto natong kagtuan, at kumagtuon kita sa scriptures, permi na ginapangita ang atong kaugalingon, kag ginabasa ta ang Bible sa perspective sa kung ano kita. But kung magtuon ni Bakulis sa Biblia, ang sala na yung mamangkot is what does this text, although this is important, But this is not the first thing to ask. Because kung ang muna yung una rin yung question for me, what does this text mean to me? The Bible will always be about you. When you read the Bible, laban-laban, it is called eisegesis, meaning that ang imong pagbasa o pag-interpret sa Bible will always focus ano ni ginanamin sa akin. So, ang ibang verses nga, wala ka istorya about sa imo, about sa blood ni Christ, ano nang labot mo da, about sa humans, uh, sa mga sacrifice, about sa pag-hibig na day and go look for your husband. Ay, di man na siya himosakon. So, meaning sinada, why ta ginabasa ang Bible? It's because we don't have the proper perspective on how to fully um, kung paano ikaw magatubang sa Biblia because ang first na question for me, what does this text mean to me? 
But this is the wrong question if you want to really be faithful in the Word of God. Because ang first dapat yung mamangkot natin is what does this text mean? Regardless kung anong kakataposin mo. Kaya normally, gabasa lang kita Biblia kung anong makakonect sa aton. Tisara nyo na, gabasa ikaw sa Book of Job kung grabe yung problema. Gabasa ikaw sa David and Goliath kung may arakan ako na akong kontra. Gabasa, gabasa ikaw sa Moses ng Exodus kung may ara ikaw Kung may ara nag-enslave si Imo sa kautangan, I will free myself from death. God will split the sea just for me to go out of this death. Hindi na sa amin ang Biblia. Kagsala-sala na siya nga magtuon ikaw sa Biblia nga ginabasa mong Imo kaugilingon sa kung anong ginabasa da ni Imo. Because when you read the scriptures, the proper way to read the scriptures is first and foremost, you need to ask the question, what does this text mean? Later, you can ask this question, what does this text mean to me? Pero, hindi mo na alam na kung wala mo na mamangkot kung ano ang original ng meaning sa text. For ang term na redemption should be understood from the perspective of what the Bible is telling us about redemption. The word apolotrosis, is an act of releasing or separating from what chains a person by paying ransom. This is the act of deliverance through ransom payment. Kung kita naga... Sino na sa inyo nakaprinta sa... Ano na ganyan printan Mga Cebuana, no? Sa mga Luwilier? Sa mga M. Luwilier? Kung kaagi ka mo printa, kita nakakapit. Guru sa mobas, nakaagi na kita printa. Kasi may mga kinanglanon ng kita. No? Kaging printa ta ang mga importante sa aton. Ang term na di nga ginabayran mo balik para matubos ni mong imungagin printa sa ilang at simpo ginatawagin na nga apolotrusis. But it doesn't just mean nga cellphone or gamit. Kasi sa una, hindi pa ito cellphone. But sila, even to the point of property, even to the point of a person. May tao sila naging baligya. Pwede kailangan baligya ang tao. No? So, tulukan to pan mo. Huwag nga baligya. Pwede ta ka mabaligya. <laughs> Nahuyaman si Ate Bogs. Magtulok kay Pastor. <laughs> Magtulok ko sa laki Pastor. Tulok ko sa kanya. So, so, ang point na days, ang apolotrosis is to pay back or to pay with ransom so that you can get what it was or to separate from what was changed. Kung ano itong ginkuha sa ibayan, ginbiral ni mo balik para makuha siya ni mo. Pero may mas dalong painingaton because ang tong redemption is the central act of the entire Bible. So dapat halong kita kung paano magtuon sa term na redemption because in the time of the Apostle Paul, there was a historian by the name of Josephus and Josephus actually said that, that ano ko no, apolotrosis was used for the release of prisoners by the payment of a price. Nga, most likely, hindi niya laban-laban sa mga gamit lang, but pwede niya ginahimok or ginagamit para tawo ang baklo niya, especially prisoners or slaves. No, slaves or prisoners. Meaning, ang term of redemption is always a term or, or in the context of slave language. Or, or business or slave trading ginabakal ni mo ang isa ka slave so ang point na sa Old Testament listen to this God shows himself as the one who redeems through his powerful display of his glorious grace in the freedom of his people every 
Dahil nga maghambal ang ginoo, kaya normally yung ginahimo sa, sa Bible is that nga ang ginoo nagpapakilala sa panggulingan sa tao. And then magpapakilala sa panggulingan sa tao, He calls that person to be His people. And then when He calls that person to be His people, kita remind niya na siya sa iyang alayi. Kaya ang sala na sa tao is that nga sa kalawigong mismo sa sagay dahil niya sa ginoo kadagdag ang tao sa sala. Kada madagdag ang tao sa sala, normally ang sala ng isang tao is idolatry. At the heart of every sin actually is idolatry. So idolatry yung ginagin mo sa tao. Every time madagdag sila sa idolatry, ang ginugo padala sa ila sa mga dakodakong nga nasyon to enslave them. And for them to be enslaved to that nation or to that specific nation, the people would go back once again to God, crying out to God, Lord, buligi kami. And the Lord, here comes now, as the Redeemer. The one who redeems His people through His powerful display of His glory. Guys, na-notice ninyo ang Biblia. Matamang kagamay lang sa Israel, tamang kawik sa Israel, tamang kapigaw sa Israel, compared sa ilang mga neighbors. Pero once yung salbaro na sila ganang isang ginoo, mahimo ang, ang mga butang ang hindi mahimo sa mga tao. Ang Egypt was the superpower sa una that it was considered to be America, UK and and siguro North Korea combined. Nagaupod sila sa una kag ano mga Israel mga manguguma, mga gaobra. Di paano nila maperdi? Paano nila maperding Egypt? It takes a god of wonders to do that. And this is the beauty of grace and the beauty of redemption that God displays the glory of his grace through his saving act. And God calls it redemption. Every time nagdagdag sa sala, every time ma-redeem ang tao, always and most often, imposible na nga makagawa ang Israel sa Egypt, imposible na nga maperdes ang Israel ang Babylon, imposible na maperdes ang Kristiyano ang Rome. But every time God shows His mercy and grace, He shows it to the display of His glory. And when God displays His glory, maluluha ka nalang kagmambal, we cannot do this on our own, Lord. It is only you and you alone who can do this. So, the picture of redemption is really glorious. But, according to scholars, the clearest perspective or the clearest picture of redemption comes not when the nations have come to ravage over Israel. It comes from a love story, which is the story of Ruth and Boaz. However, one of the best examples is found in the story of a Moabites, si Ruth, who asked for a help from a Goel. Ang Goel ni siya, it is what they call the kinsman, the kinsman redeemed. So, ang picture sa una sa redemption was was captured um, beautifully in the life of this couple, in the life of this of these two, si Boaz kag si Ruth. In fact, kaya pamangkot ko na sa una, sa nagbasa ko sa Ruth, kag sa sang Ruth ng libro, so nakita ko Israel, Egypt, Exodus, Babylon, Daniel, and the lions. Then, so si Boaz, naghigda sa tiilan ni, ay si Ruth, naghigda sa tiilan ni Boaz. Lord, ano din, ano din makuha ko di? Kaya magbasa ko sa una sa scriptures, naman, Lord, ano makuha ko di? May higda mo ko sa tiil ni ano? Doon mga baka bila, anong kapulos-pulos ang Ruth sa istorya, sa timeline, sa history? Later, did, did I understand that the Ruth was number one, important in the bloodline of the Messiah. Because Ruth and Boaz later on had a son named Obed. And Obed had a son named Jesse. And Jesse had a son named David who became the king of Israel. 
So so importante gali mo ning istorya because God preserved the time God preserved the seed of promise and he used a Moabites someone outside of Israel to be used to this very important task. We all know the story that si Ruth na matchances ang bana kagambana ng Israelite Si, si Ruth bilang, bilang ay Moabites was an enemy of Israel pero nagupod siya sa iyang uh, mother-in-law ang halang si Naomi if you know the uh, nagupod siya kay Naomi ang ang balapatugan eh your people will be my people your God will be my God so when Ruth uh, came together with Naomi sino yung binigal eh ako si Ruth yung mabot ni Naomi Naomi si Naomi ginista niya niya ang halang she changed her name into Mara Noong naging sunod ni Judean, pinakadlaw ng kontrasya ni Gladys Reyes. <laughs> si Mara, named, or ang meaning sa word ni Mara is bitter. Because nagambal si, si Naomi, my life is nothing. So ang, ang mother of all bitter is Mara. Doon no, ka Mara sa imo. So si, si Mara, eh, naglakat or si Naomi, naglakat upon si Ruth, naglakat upon si Ia, kahit naglakat sila, why sila kwakta? Why sila inheritance? Kaga problema talaga if you read the book of Deuteronomy, kung wala ikaw sa sangbana, why na ikaw property? Kaga ang bata nila napatay na da. Kaya lalaki lang man sa una, may mga properties ginyara. So, ang taang ang lalaki, ang tatay, kaga mong duwa kabata, si Malon, kaga si Kilion, ang, ang iyang mga bata, napatay sila. So, sino ang may inherit sang land? Wala sila may inherit sang land. Hindi pwede makuha nila ni Ruth ang land. Hindi pwede, why sila sa kwarta? So, ang ilang ginimo is kinanglan nga bakno nila ang lugar pero hindi nila baka ay wala sila kwarta so nang pulay sila sa Israel abi nila may harap pa sila bilin nga duta pero wala na sila gali duta so ang ila lang according to the legal uh, to the legalities of their time was for them to ask for the help of the closest kinsman ang closest kinsman na siya ang closest nga relative nila nga may kwarta nga pwede niya baklon ang duta para sa ila. Amo na sa sa ila nga layi. Si Boaz actually was not the closest. May harap pa isa before kay Boaz. Pero to make the long story short, at, at the end of the day, si si Boaz, kay tungod na namihan na siya, kay, kay Ruth, siguro, why po kabalong kong nakilig-kilig, why may sa Bible, kaya ang Bible, hindi man pare sa kay Stephanie Mayer na nakasulat sa mga vampira na nag-aingat. So, ang point na da, Ang point na ginanaminsan sa, sa daring istorya was that Boaz redeemed or helped redeemed um, the land niya para kay Naomi at para kay, kay Ruth and then at the end of the day, pakaslan niya actually si, si Ruth. Which was also the picture of God redeeming His people and always His people nagapakayupulig sila to the point na wala na sila kablokomano sila and they needed someone to redeem them and at the end of the day, God would marry them back. It is the picture of God being the kinsman, redeemer. So when we look at it from this perspective, the goel, amunin siya ang Hebrew, ang kinsman, redeemer, the picture is always that the kinsman, redeemer, should have three qualities. May three siya lapat niya qualities na dapat ara sa iya para ma, ma, ang, ang law mismo maka-approve ng imo or imo was legal or was okay. So ano ang first instance ni Bershaw that number one, the ability to pay the price. He had to be able to pay the price. Ng, ang ang redeemer dapat may ara siya sa kwarta, he is able. So check, Boaz was was rich enough. But to, uh, to connect it to the New Testament, Si Jesus Christ was called the kins or kinsman redeemer knowing that you were not redeemed with perishable things like silver or gold from your futile way of life. 
inherited from your forefathers. Again, this is enslavement to sin. But with precious blood, as of a lamb, unblemished and spotless, the blood of Christ. In fact, the only being that could buy us, the only person who was able enough to buy us from our enslavement to sin was Christ himself at the shedding of his blood. So if ever there was an able person to save us, it was not to say Rizal. No matter what nagpakamatay si Rizal sa Pilipinas, maski national hero siya, ang iya duguin di enough para salbaron kita. Kahit hindi kita sa subong mga Pinoy, we are still enslaved to to foreigners. So, so number two, willingness to pay for the ransom, not just ability, but also willingness. Boaz had to be willing to pay the ransom price. Was Boaz willing? Yes, not just willing, he was in love. Kaya ka namin isang tulog ni Ruth sa iyang atiilan. Wala ka hindi na mo na ginamit. Minanamian siya kay Kay Ruth. So, ang point na din yung ginalantaw na ito, just like Jesus, for even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give His life a ransom for many. This is a picture of the Son of God who was willing to go down and to serve, to serve us, to give His own life for ransom. In fact, the picture of these two is as noted in John chapter 10, 14 to 18. Let's all read it together. Ready? Go. I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep, and I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason, the Father loves me, because I lay down my life that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. This charge I have received from my Father. So, ang pwede din ni Cristo, ginpakita niya sa ila, that He was able and He was willing to give His own life for the sheep, and that very reason, uh, for that reason, the Father loved Him loves him so much. In fact, this is the picture that Jesus himself was the perfect kinsman redeemer. But there is a third quality that we need to understand. Yan si Jesus lang actually manahimo. And this third quality of a kinsman redeemer is simple. The kinsman redeemer should have this third quality. He has to be related with the slave. He had to be related to the one needing the redemption. Kinsman gani. Meaning siya related. Si Boaz was related to Ruth because uh, do second or third na siya nga, nga bloodline nila. So, dapat related. According to theologians, the biggest enslavement that we have is actually sin. And sin happened when our father, when the first human being, which was Adam, disobeyed God. It was Adam himself who was the first human being and because of his humanity, we all relate to one another. Ano relation natin? We are all sinners. So ang kinsman natin, does it need to be a sinner? He just needs to be a human. So this kinsman redeemer, which nga ang ginuulang ginamakahimo, should be someone who can relate to us. 
If God is God and not a human being, there is no possibility for redemption. If God is only a God and not a, a perfect human being, there is no possibility for redemption for you and me because Jesus Christ cannot relate to you and me if He was not a human. So, ang picture in the Old Testament, redemption is simply buying back. In legal context, a seller or a property could buy it back for inheritance of family It is called redemption. If they wouldn't have any means or bankruptcy to buy it back, the closest relative could buy it for them, thus the kinsman redeemer. Sa ilang at po sa una, always remember that the term goel or the term redemption is always a family matter. Kung hindi ikaw familiar, hindi kita kadugo, or hindi kita related sa isa, there is no redemption for you. You can be a slave to that person, but unless you are related, you will never have an inheritance together with that. So, ang picture na dingin na pakita sa aton was the picture that the Hebrew writer is actually telling us. All the gentlemen, please read Hebrews 2:14 to 18. Ready? Go. Since then, himself likewise. might render powerless him who had the power of death that is the devil and might deliver those who through fear of death were subject to slavery all their lives for surely it is not angels that he helps but he helps the offspring of Abraham therefore he had to be made like his brothers in every respect so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God to make propitiation for the sins of his people for because he himself has suffered when tempted he is able to help those who are being tempted so in, in ang, ang point na tinginhambal sa sang author of hebrews was that blessed pa kamugan kita mismo ang mga tao blessed pa kita kaysa sa mga angels kaya mga angels mismo wala yasang help nga nagabot sa ila But ang ginuro mismo, partaking the flesh and the blood, now He is the same with us to the extent that He can save us and He Himself suffered, He is able to help those who are being tempted. He is able to help those as a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God to make propitiation for the sins of His people. Now He understands. Now He is one with us because He has become flesh and blood. So gets your idea that the kinsman redeemer, that the redeemer that we have needs to be a person, needs to be someone who is only the Lord Jesus Christ. That is why the term here, redemption, is very important. Pero ang redemption niya, although it opens way for forgiveness of our trespasses, it opens way for according to His riches, may isadri kalinyada nga do hindi siya normal sa atong nga chimpo, in which is through His, through His blood. And this language of blood is, is typically and somewhat being attacked now by liberal theologians. Liberal theologians would say that it is indeed an anomaly to use God as if God is abusing cosmically His own child to become propitiation. Cosmic child abuse, kung ano ginimu, isang ginuo. Cosmic child abuse in a way, yung ginapusaran niya niya bata. 
para pa sa akin, para sa mga tao. Therefore, ang Manila, the term propitiation, the term um, uh, substitutionary atonement. Ang uh, substitution sa ginoo para mag-aton ng inuha sa langit para masalpa ikaw is not real in the Bible. The Bible is only showing us kung ano to simply follow Jesus. Therefore, Jesus is not sacrifice. Jesus is now turning into a good and perfect model. He is indeed a good, good and perfect model. But He is not just a good and perfect model. He is also our sacrifice that without Him, we don't have any redemption. We cannot take part in the union of His quote-unquote communion. Nga, flesh and blood. This is what we do every month. By the bread and the cup, we always take communion because we are displaying and expressing to the world the reunion that we have with Christ, being flesh and blood. So the blood here is important. All the ladies, if you can see here through His blood, please read the three verses that we have, and this is also very important. Number one, Ephesians two thirteen. Ready? Go. Sige, stop today and night. Because the picture of, of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 13 is a picture, later on we will see, after ginambal to ni, ni, ni Pablo ang, ang ano gani, for by grace you have been saved through faith and not of yourself. This is not of words so that no one may boast. But tapos sinahambal, now ginbalik niya sa verse 11, 12, ginambal ka ni Pastor Ricky. No, verses 11, 12, 13. And, and soon after that, that we are one, no Jew, no Gentile, Why? Because we are one in Christ, but even to the now in Christ, you who were once far off have been brought near by the what? By the blood of Christ. So this blood is so important. Not we're not just simply talking of the death of Christ. Why ka po naman po? Sini nga, alert na death na lang yung butang. Kung blood do ka damak? Gina lang pagi blood ang yung And amo din kada mo tao nga hindi gusto sa term nga blood is because hindi, sa akin gusto nga pilit nga Pinoy okay okay pa ni because nagdako kita sa mga istorya sa mga blood compact nagdako kita sa mga istorya sa una nga nga hindi maka makahatag ang isa ka foreign kag isa ka lapu-lapu og Magellan bi kung wala sang blood compact nga ginatawag so ang ang, ang picture of blood yes, sa is is normal compared to the foreign and western minds wherein they see it as somewhat so crude and ancient who were once far off and continue ladies for him ready go for in him go for so now this is talking of the deity of Jesus the fullness of God dwelling in the Lord Jesus Christ Christ himself is God to the full and in him or through him He is reconciling, reconciling to himself all things. And later on, since natunhan natin yung Colossians sa Ephesians, parehas-parehas lang sila sa, sa theme, we will see that all things will really be in Christ, both on earth or in heaven, making peace by the what? By the blood of the cross. So, how many people yung blood? Now Jesus is not just, or not, now the Bible is not just talking of the church, not, not just talking of those people who are in Christ, but the Apostle Paul now talks to the elders. Ang elders or ang pastors, ginisturya ni Apostle Pablo, the elders of Ephesus or the Ephesian elders. 
In the book of Acts, the Apostle Paul was clear that in front of the elders, he was telling them and charging them to really be serious and listen to this. Pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God which he obtained with his own with his own blood. So this picture of blood should always be in the picture of the church. The picture of blood should always be where the church is. Kung mag-istorya kita sa church, dapat may dugo, gigig may dugo. Hindi iya ka tungod nga magdinugo today, but ang or bakadugo today. <laughs> ang point na din ginagamit natin is that ang blood ni Kristo is the picture why we are Christians in the first place. So nga, a blood because blood is the whole Bible's picture, especially from the Old Testament, of the term sacrifice. Blood is the picture of sacrifice. Blood in itself is the picture that their halin sa una, halin sa chimpo nila sa una ni Kristo, halin sa chimpo sa una sa Genesis, even the first time na nagsala ang tao, ang nagtabon sa tao ang dugo mismo ginimo sa ginoo nga ang dugo naman ang ginagamit ko actually why din nakabutan sa Bible but this is implied and this is according this is to be studied in book of Genesis what happened like, once again here in the book of Genesis it was this was the first time that man sinned this was the time that Adam himself sinned together with hindi ako makutun sa una sa las ang bay or ang laki Mary kabalo ko dibati naman ni sa mga mag-asawa eh di ba? Dibati to naman eh. No so, ang point na di hindi ako una sa lalaki or by actually responsibility to sa lalaki. Masibito so, sa dako dito na responsibility sa lalaki. So ang point na ni ginagamit is sa nakasala sila, ano ginhimo sa Ginoo? Kaya ang ilang hamba Lord, dinago kami sa si imo kay nagaano kami, nagauba. Ano ang basic ng paano niya ba niya nagauba kamo hindi tukod yang Ginoo wala kita? Or sa akin nilagay sa una, sa gabay, kung gano'n, siyempre wala kita ang ginoo, kaya gauba sila, mahamo na siya, eh. Dahamo na ito. Sorry lang. So, ang point na kanya na makot ang ginoo, it was not for him to know, it was for them to know ano gano'n ko. Ang gakatabo sa ila, now that they are far away from God. They have separated themselves from God. They have been naked because of sin. So, tumuod sa salangan mo na, nakita nilang gauba sila, so, nag-ano sila, nagtay-tay sila sa bayo, which was still not enough because it was man-made. In fact, John MacArthur said that the two types of religion can be found in Genesis chapter 3. In Genesis chapter 3, it was the people making a religion for themselves, man-made religion, and God-made religion or God-ordained religion. Anong God-ordained religion? It was God Himself who clothed them with animals. And the Lord God made for Adam and for his wife Garments of skin and clothed them. Ang ginomis mo ng obra. So, din din dugo. This is the first picture of blood. The term here, garments of skin, is a garment of animal hide. In the Hebrew word, this is a hide of an animal. Therefore, sa ginkuaan, sa ginoo, ang animal, sa skin, it was a picture that an innocent animal should die. And always from Genesis up to Malachi, the picture of the Lord in order for us to appease or to propitiate for the sins of man, to satisfy the anger of God, was if there is dugo sang lamb or spotless lamb na para sa iya, to be offered as sacrifice. 
So this is the picture God made for Adam. So uh, the picture, the, the true religion, you know, the God-ordained religion is the picture of a religion soaked in the blood of the Lamb. According to Hebrews chapter 9, but when Christ appeared as a high priest of good things to come, atong ginaginhambal niya, he entered through the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this creation, and not through the blood of goats, calves, but through his own blood, he entered the holy place once for all, having obtained eternal what? Redemption. So there is no redemption if there is no shedding of blood. There is no forgiveness of sin if there is no shedding of blood. There is no remission for all the sins that we have because of blood. So, we come to this simple verse. Ang next thing, malimtan nyo ang tanan, hindi nyo lang malimtan ang amunin. This is an important verse. Uh, Romans 3.23-26, familiar verses, right? But this verse is very important for us to see the picture kung anong ikimos ni Kristo sa aton for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by His grace as a gift through the through again we, we encounter the word through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus and this redemption is connected whom God put forward as a profession by His by His blood again blood na naman what to be received by faith this was to show God's righteousness because of His divine forbearance He had passed over. Again, this term passed over is pretty much connected to what happened in Exodus when the angel of death passed over the people of Israel and did not kill the firstborn because of the what? Of the blood. Because of the blood of the Lamb. So when passed over ang angel of death over former sins, it was to show His righteousness at the present time, so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith. So, dapat klaro ni Sarun ni Debo, there's one verse in the entire scriptures, or Pilanika verse 23, 24, 25, 26, four verses, nga dapat natin ma-memorize, kung mag-share ka na sa mga tao, this alone can serve as the gospel. This alone can also serve as for, hindi, sa akin more than John 3.16, panigyan eh. Uh, Romans 3, 23 to 26 is a picture of the gospel in its fullness because it talks first and foremost of the bad news. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. In fact, the word sin here is defined by the word falling short. Sin is falling short. The term here, glory, is the term that is pretty much connected to the word standard. Meaning, for all have sinned and has fallen short of the standards of God, the standard of God, if you read the, the first two verses, is the holiness of God expressed through His law. Paagi sa lainis ang ginoo, sino sa inyo naka-perfect sa Ten Commandments? Mahambalang iban nga, ay, actually, hindi na kami at Ten Commandments. Kami at uh, uh, Sermon on the Mount na kami. No, kay si Jesus, kung na sermon naman, blessed is the man, blessed, blessed, ako no. Ba't kabulo ka mga mas budlay ang, ten, ang, ang sermon ng damot kasi sa Ten Commandments, kung lang tawad nyo lang. Sa Ten Commandments, kahambal dira, nga thou shalt not commit adultery. Hambal yun sa sermon ng damot, if you look at a woman lustfully, that is adultery. Hambal sa Ten Commandments, do not commit murder. Hambal sa sermon ng damot, ano ko no, if you are angry with your brother, you are committing murder. 
angry in a way nga unhealthy anger if you commit divorce kuno sa sa diri nga ngabutang you are committing adultery so so the new testament does not mean yung mas grabe yung masalang law. It just means that Jesus himself looked at the law and he saw the essence of the law and then he fulfilled it. So, ang point na ginagamit ni Kristo, tunan to na sa dosa ng law and gospel, but ang point na ni Kristo is that we have fallen short of the law of God and verse 24 is the, is the verse of grace and are justified by His grace as a gift through Redemption. Once again, we encounter this word redemption and this is the picture of the grace of God. The picture of, of redemption is the grace of God which is the fullness of His grace, His justification, ang redemption sa ginugin, bakal kita sa gino, bugay niya lang gini, and this is pretty much connected to the word in Christ Jesus. Again, we encounter in Christ Jesus. So, hindi kini madula sa Bible. Kung may kumapatay kita, kumapatay ako or ikaw man namin na, may ibutang mo na maski simple lang, maski wala na naganin sa ngalan ko butang na in Him and that is enough to be in Christ is to be in eternity so in Christ Jesus is the picture of redemption connected ni ang redemption sa word nga propitiation, say this would be propitiation 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 so, tulukan ito ba? Numan ko ta siya, anong ginanamin si ni? <laughs> no, normally, kabalo kita sa term of propitiation. Propitiation is a word na naman niya ginagamit. Dere sa scriptures, listen to this. This is now an act wherein you are satisfying God in His wrath due to what Christ did for us. Nga kinalang propitiation, nga kinalang may dugo. Kano nga kinalang ipropitiate kita because makasasala ta. And because we have fallen short of the standards of God. So, kung wala propitiation, we remain in our sins. Kung wala propitiation, we remain falling short of the glory of God. Kung wala propitiation, wala asang langit para sa atun. So, ang pamangkot diri, kagang question per me sa Romans 3, 23-26, is if we have focused on propitiation, the picture that ginagamit din ni Pablo sa Romans is the word passed over. Again, kaginaginambal na to, because may dugo sang lamb, ang angel of death has passed over. Don't you see this as unfair? Nga, tatayin ni Mombo, bravo to ulit sa sila. So, ang mga sala ni mo sa una, tapos na to, naglabay lang ganyang ginoo. Kahit nakita ninyo din ganyan, ang passed over natin, sometimes it is very unfair because justifier of the one who has faith, normally ginagamit niya sa mga term na itong antinomians or mga wala na sila gapati sa layi o wala na sila gagatuman na may layi pa darasubong, ang ginahimo nila, I am justified in Christ, therefore I can do what I want. So ang punto na this ang justifier is justifier of us and it is quite unfair and it is unrighteous for God to simply pardon a person without doing anything. Nag-pardon lang ang ginawa. Ika mo na na minsan, naging patawad kita sa ginawa, wala kita may ginihimo para patawad. Isn't that unfair? Unfair na siya kung huwag nyo nakitang gravity sa sala. Kung ikaw isa kaamay, kagang bata mo, gin-rape, kagin-patay, tubangan mo, sungin patawad lang to sa sang judge, you will see it as unfair you will see uh, the gravity of what happened actually is, is something na uh, hindi ka lang kambal na, pardon? Excuse me? This is so unfair because the picture here 
justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus is not complete if we are not clear with the blood. If we are not clear that He is not just the justifier of the one who has faith, He is also just, meaning everything that He does is fair in His sight. Everything that God does is righteous. Righteous in His sight. Righteous because Kung justifier, faith lang ni siya, ang term na just is pretty, connect, pretty much connected to His blood. Why is He just? Because someone died. Because someone took the wrath of God for Himself. Because someone took blow by blow the justice that was supposed to be for us. That is why God is not just the justifier. God is also just. And both being the just and the justifier, He had to focus on Christ. That is why ikaw pag okay ng lang-arang ay Kristo, ay kung wala kay Kristo, all condemnation is for us. But in Christ, therefore, there is now no condemnation. Amuni siya kasimplita ni isang teolohiya, sa gospel. To simply be in Christ and in Christ you don't have any condemnation. But kita mismo, ginapabuk at napapaminsarong ta thinking that we can do anything to save ourselves. The truth is, it is an utter insult to the blood of Christ if you think you can do anything to save yourself. It is an utter insult to what Christ did at the cross if you think you can do something to merit salvation. It is an utter insult to the goodness of God if you think you are good enough to save yourself. So Christ has to really focus on the blood because apart from the blood, there is no remission of sins. Apart from the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, that is why when John the Baptist, so ang pagkira niya pala kay Cristo, ang words na nagwa sa bakbanes, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Behold the Lamb of God. And when we see that Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God, He has saved us from what? He has actually saved us. First man sa, sa mga Jews, sambal nila, Jesus, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And they answered Him, we are offsprings of Abraham and we have never been enslaved to everyone, to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? First man sa atun, Lord, di pa po enslaved. Wala man may nag-enslave sa atun. Simple lang ang balik Christo sa verse 34. Jesus answered them, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. Why am I saying nga sin ni siyang ginabutang na enslavement in ginabutang? It's because the picture of redemption is always the picture haba ko kaginasin nyo of slave language. It is the buying of a slave to set that slave free. But the picture of freedom in scriptures is different. The true picture of freedom in the Bible is not to allow you and me for the slaves to be set free gusto kita ang kabuhita. Listen to this. The picture of true freedom is finding your right master. The picture of true freedom is when you and I, and amunis ang for me picture sa redemption, every time balikan nato ng Bible, what sa redemption na ginatawag, it is always the picture that when God redeems us, now, hindi naging pabayang ka to sa ginuhimo ko, anong gusto ni Mohimoon, the picture of redemption is always, now, you have a new master. Now, you are not of your own. 
Now you have been brought with a price and that is the blood of Christ. That is why ang kanta natin, Ako'y alipin mo'y amo kahit hindi batid. Luka, corny siya, pero ang amunin ng lyrics, aaminin ko, minsan ako'y manit, sana ay iyong, ano ko no, may tunong ba? <laughs> Naririnig sa iyong, ano, yakap, ako'y nasasabik. Hindi lang siya love life, amunin siya picture of enslavement. Wala lang ko kabaluman, hit mang kisa, pero kabaluk ko, na-enslaved ako sa amunin ng butang. And ang enslavement nga, muli tanan-tanan, gusto mo na notice mo, if you're enslaved to something, dugalupad, ikaw kung imuon mo na. Excited, 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 nasasabik ka sa yakap niya. Yid, thank you, Lord, sa Tagalog. Gaya, no? Sabik, masabik ka sa yakap niya because your idol will always be someone dumauhaw, uhaw ka ganyan, himuon niya namin. And this is what we have been redeemed from. God has redeemed you and me from four things. We are enslaved to sin, we are enslaved to death, we are enslaved to Satan, we are enslaved to this world. And God in Christ has actually redeemed us from these things that now we can say that we are not enslaved to sin, we are not enslaved to death anymore, we are not enslaved to Satan anymore, we are not enslaved to the world anymore. Listen to this. When God gave the law or the Ten Commandments to the people, He said to them that at the heart of all the law is idolatry, is a prohibition against idolatry. Tanan-tanan nga laye na ginakwansang gino is connected for me sa idolatry. Wala ikaw sang idol dapat. Ang term na idol na ginagamit sa book of Exodus is a picture of someone whom you love greater than you love the Lord. Ang hamba ito mismo sa Exodus chapter 20 na kasugunan sa verses 3 up to 17. And when you see 3 to 17, dapat nila itong makalimtan niya. Exodus 20 starts with Exodus 1, ay Exodus 21 and 2. Exodus 21 and 2 is a picture of redemption. God first has to redeem Israel to set them free from the clutches of Egypt and then ano ang basa gino? Because I have saved you from Egypt, because I have set you free from slavery, I give you this commandment. Because of the freedom that you have, you shall have no other gods before me. So ang picture na di-permise ng redemption is always connected to the entire Bible's picture of redemption that because Jesus Christ has saved us through His blood, now we are not enslaved to sin anymore. We are not enslaved to death anymore. Although we will die, although we sometimes may commit sin, although Satan may sometimes buffet us, although the world will most often times tempt us, we are not enslaved to them. So that is why over and over again, even sa book of John, sa first John, sa episodes ni John, even sa book ni Paul Dira, always a reminder, balik-balik na, flee from idolatry. Guard yourselves from idols. Set yourself free from those idols. Why? Because you have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. You have been redeemed by Jesus Christ. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. Ano ang balay, Pablo? Pwede mo naman mahimo mga butang nga magagmay. Hindi man sala maghimo sa mga butang nga ginahimo, mabinatong subong. Ba't halungan ta kung anong ginahimuan ta? In fact, ang term ng idolatry is pretty much connected now sa atang generation to the word addiction. Kung diin kita na addict, those things may not, may be lawful for me. Huwag na naghambang, hindi na pwede. But those things are not helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. 
ang balde ni Pablo, kung ayaw siya sumusa akong tiyempo, mabala siya nga, ang mga inigabutang ginaadikan ko, hindi pa ni sala. Pero hindi ni makabulig sa akong kalag. Ano ang balde ni hindi ni makabulig sa akong kalag, hindi ko ni dapat mag-i-allow nga i-enslave ko sa amunin yung mga adiksyon. And hopefully, ano man sa aton, mag-move ko sa verse 20, and God, both, the God that both raised the Lord and also the raised, raised us up with His power, do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Certainly not. Kasi ako sa words ni Pablo, no? Kung sa aton di chimpo, prostitute, no? Make them members of a prostitute? No, we have a bridegroom and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. And ang bali ni Pablo, or do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body with her? For the two, he says, shall become one flesh, but we, he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that does uh, that a man does is outside the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not of your own again? Paul is talking here of the sexual immorality that the Corinthian church has been committing because the Corinthian church are just being Corinthians. The term Corinthians are sexually immoral or Corinthians are known for sexual immorality. But Abali Pablo, I will not be enslaved by it. Beloved, this is not just talking of sexual immorality because there are many things that enslaves you and me. For what enslaves you and me, remember, you are not your own. For you were brought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are, which are God's. So the question, are we set free for what? It's really a question, are we set free for whom? At the heart of everything that we do here, because we have understood the mercies of God, Romans 12, 1-2 is reminding us, therefore I urge you, brethren, Because you have seen the mercies of God, because you have seen the grace of God, because you have seen the redemption of God, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. Do not be conformed to this world or be transformed by renewing of your mind so that you may prove that the will of God is that which is good, acceptable, and perfect. Beloved, the first two verses here are two-pronged. How can you offer your life as a living sacrifice to God? By offering your bodies to God and at the same time, offering your minds to God. Because every transformation, sanctification happens when the Holy Spirit or our worship renews our mind And then when it renews our mind, it transforms us from the inside out. And then we will prove that the will of God is good, acceptable, and perfect. Our goal in life, Galate, is not to look for the will of God. Which most of us are actually trying to ask. Our simple goal in life is to renew our minds. Because when we renew our minds, we will be transformed. And when we will be transformed the will of God which is good acceptable and perfect will be made clear to you and me why do we do these things we do all these things because we are not our own when Christ has shed his blood on the cross it was a picture of shedding his life for his people
for you and me who have been redeemed by the blood. Therefore, I believe that Peter forsyth was actually true when he said these words, the first duty of every soul is to find not its freedom, but its master. Because your freedom and my freedom will always be connected to the master that we have. We will not always have absolute freedom here on this earth. But we can choose who our master is. So every picture is of redemption, is always a picture of being in his blood. And this is a picture of forgiveness of our trespasses. But listen to this, we end with a picture that all these things, the forgiveness of our trespasses, the redemption that we have, is always in accordance to the riches of God's grace. The point being is that in accordance to His grace, in accordance to His mercy, in accordance to God's goodness, you have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Balni Jesus, so if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. The picture of freedom is when you are gliding on air with wings of e- like eagle, not because you can do it, but because the sun has set you free. Because the picture of freedom is always connected, not because, for example, an eagle is not free from the wind. It is always where the wind is, but because it knows its master, he can fly or she can fly as free as she can. And we can fly freely as we can because the Son has set us free. So the picture of the Old Testament, I will end with this, the picture of the Old Testament is always a cry of where the lamp is. Where is the lamp? Because offers lamp, It's always a picture of the lamp. The picture of the New Testament is behold the lamp. In the eternal future, in the revelation, in the time of revelation, the picture here is so unique and is so beautiful that it's not where is the lamb, it's not behold the lamb, but worthy is the lamb. Revelation chapter 5 will remind us that at the end of time, we will be singing a new song. Everyone in heaven, everyone in eternity will sing a new song saying, Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open it. So this is a picturing of the Lamb and the only He who can open the scroll. For you were what? Slain and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have made them a kingdom of priests to your God and they shall reign on the earth. Then I looked and I heard around the throne the living creatures and the elders, the voice of many angels numbering myriads and myriads and thousands of thousands. Try to imagine. Sa isa ka concert sa una, nga, nga 1,500 katao, kagadayaw, kagakanta, upod, ano pa ihan? Myriads of myriads, thousands of thousands, ang mga myriads is close to 10,000 10, to 10,000 angels pa lang ni. Everyone singing or saying with a loud voice, 
Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. And I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them. Everyone, everywhere, this is not a picture of being in Christ united to Him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. The four living creatures said, Amen. And the elders said, Fell down and worshiped. Weird that the picture in heaven of the Son of God, the picture of the devil is the dragon. And there are many scary things in Revelation. The, the beast, the dragon, the plagues, angels of death. But the hero in the book of Revelation is a lamb. The hero in the book of Revelation is a lonely lamb who was slain and has brought a people ransomed for God. This is the picture of redemption. That in the final analysis, this is the future redemption that we have, that the Lamb will be successful and victorious because He has ransomed fully a people for His Father. This is the picture of worship. The picture of worship that in the end of time we will sing together with them. In Him, we have redemption through His blood. And there is forgiveness for our trespasses according to the riches.